Welcome to the third episode of the What's Your Ecom Stack podcast. I'm your host, Tim Peckover from Smile.io. And today I've got with me the founders of Extra Wallets. I have an amazing product that I'm really excited to talk to them about their entire stack and kind of what they're doing to make their brand such a, a big success. So welcome to Rick and Oliver from Extra. Hi, Tim. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. No problem. Thanks for, for joining us today. To kick things off, I always want to just kind of talk about the brand uh, itself uh, and you guys kind of what your your roles are in starting the company and kind of a bit of that brand story as well. Of course, yeah. So my name is Rick. I'm one of the co-founders together with Oliver. And my main task here at Extra is being charged with the product and production. Okay. Um, my name is Oliver. So I do mostly the marketing and sales. We uh, were mostly online at the moment. We do have some offline uh, sales points, but obviously with the current global situation, that's not really our focus. Yeah. Can you guys share a bit of the backstory about Extra as well? I, I remember seeing you guys on Kickstarter and can you share a bit about what that experience is like? Yeah, for sure. So we, we launched the brand about four years ago, um, mostly uh, due to our frustration with, with the available products on the market especially everyday products, like everyday carry products. We just thought they weren't really with the times uh, and weren't really modernized to, to, uh, to our generation. Um, so what we did is we, mm-hmm. we took that frustration and we kind of molded it into designing a new product. Uh, the first product being the wallet. Uh, the wallet hasn't evolved for years. Mm-hmm. It's always been the traditional leather rifle wallet. So we decided to uh, modernize it, add some cool features, uh, make it easier to use and harder to lose as well Yeah. Uh, by adding a cool tracking feature. To launch this, obviously, we didn't really have much experience. We were two students in a dorm room uh, working out of a library. So we uh, we decided to use Kickstarter as our main platform to launch. Cool. And how, what was that experience like, um, like setting up a Kickstarter and, and launching it? What kind of... Um... Can you share just a little bit about how, how that whole process went with the actual Kickstarter uh, campaign? So actually what, what kind of triggered us is we saw so many wallet campaigns on Kickstarter. Right. And being these two students, we're just thinking if we can only get a fraction of their funding, we'll be happy. We'll have some bit of a side hustle uh, next to our studies. Yeah. And uh, you know, we have something to do, basically. Uh, so we really started mm-hmm. looking at all these campaigns, all the, the, the most successful Kickstarter campaigns, and just started benchmarking. We just spotted what they were doing well and how we could integrate it into our own campaign. Um, and we just talked to all of our friends and everyone would like to help out. For example, Oliver's sister uh, was studying videography. She, she made our video for a bottle of wine, basically. Oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and the results were great, so. Yeah, so the first Kickstarter campaign really took off. We, we had no experience, did not expect to uh, go viral so quickly. Right. Uh, and when it did, all of a sudden, we were sitting there after a year with a, with a million in funding. And we we're like, okay, now it's getting serious. We need to <laughs> really start producing and, and build something from scratch and, uh, and really build a business out of this. So that's uh, when it really became serious, creating an e-commerce business, quite the task, many ups and downs, so big roller coaster ride. Right. So was that when you built your, your Shopify store? When did you guys move on to Shopify? Yeah. So pretty much right after our Indiegogo campaign uh, ended in demand, uh, we went on to Shopify uh, and our third co-founder, he's actually a coder. Okay. So he knows uh, enough about building websites to create a basic web shop. Um, and over the years, we've really fine-tuned it to more of a custom custom theme. Right. Uh, but yeah, Shopify was 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 there from the beginning and definitely the best decision we've ever made. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where 
to get started doesn't take a whole lot of coding knowledge um, to make it look like a really nice, well-functioning website. Yeah, exactly. The basic templates have most most of the features you'd need. And then all the apps that you can download, most of them even for free, uh, make it super easy for, for startups. Absolutely. So that, that's a good segue into the the stack portion of the, the conversation today. So the, the one question I like to ask right up front is what are your top three must-have apps that you've installed? So if, if you could only pick three to have, what would be your top three? Um, I would say we, we probably my favorite at the moment is called Secom App. And this is an affiliate marketing app. So pretty much takes out all the worries of paying your affiliates, your influencers, your YouTubers through simple payments through PayPal and also keeping track of their performance. Uh, we used to mess around with one-off PayPal payments and external platforms, but it didn't really have the integration with our web shop. Mm. Um, and this app, uh, first of all, is super cheap. And second of all, it has all the data uh, analysis that you need. So definitely a great find on the marketing side. Does that, does that help you track um, how your affiliates and influencers are impacting certain products and collections? Is it, is it that granular? Um, yeah, actually, it shows sales per, per affiliate. Uh, you can also break it down into products, but we usually look at the, the kind of the weekly performance per affiliate. Uh, okay. um, and then we, we look at you know, the commission that, that is paid, and we also play around with different commissions to see if that scales it further. Uh, but it, it's just super intuitive, simple to use, and, and the whole team can kind of use it at the same time. So that makes it great. Awesome. Cool. And then the second one uh, from my end is uh, pre-order me. So we used to be messing around as well a lot with going out of stock for different limited editions or like new products or colors. And uh, right. we had like notify me pop-ups or we, we had to kind of manually take care of the stock levels in the back end of Shopify. And this pre-order me app, has a lot of customization on your product page right. and it doesn't look too cluttered. So it allows you to kind of make sure that product doesn't go out of stock when it actually is so that people can pre-order. It allows like custom messaging on the product page. So it's great for, for you know, chaotic times like Black Friday when a certain color goes out of stock, but you don't want to stop selling because it's the most important time of the, time of the year. Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely a big, big one for us. Yeah, and I think uh, one of my favorites is Rich Returns. So we struggled a lot with uh, with returns. It took ages for them to get verified and checked in the warehouse uh, before we could refund customers. Uh, so Rich Returns allows customers to to upload photos of the defective item or item they want to return to us in the application. And that cuts out a lot of time uh, when the warehouse would have to check the item and uh, that whole process. So that really saves us a lot of time. Yeah. I I'm sure that probably helps a lot with um, you guys being such an international team, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, like our warehouses in the US, we are based in Amsterdam. Uh, so it's not like we can really easily go check the, the defects in the warehouse. Yeah, or, or have them, you know, ship it back to, to, to yeah. HQ so you guys can physically have a look at it before sending a refund. <laughs> exactly. So we have to rely on these apps and that's what makes it great, luckily. Awesome. Cool. So those are your, your top three. Um, so next then would be kind of what is your favorite integration you know there's all these different apps and they kind of work best when they're working together so what would be uh your number one integration between two of these different apps not necessarily the top three but your favorite integration in general i would say the i mean the platform right now that integrates best which with shopify and that we use across the board with 
pretty much all of our marketing uh, channels is Klaviyo, the email software. So right, yeah. it, it obviously integrates uh, seamlessly with Shopify. You can see all the revenue that comes in from each campaign or flow, but it also uh, connects uh, to all the apps that we're using. So it connects to Intercom. It connects to, for example, our Facebook ads. It allows you to remarket to specific segments uh, within Clavio. So it goes super deep. And it honestly took our, our email marketing to the next level the second we we <clears throat> kind of downloaded or the second we integrated this this platform. And we use it, we use it, you know, every hour of every day where we're trying new, new things as well. So SMS marketing or Messenger, those are biggies. Yeah. We're um, even integrating new apps with Clavio to, to segment that. Further. I think those are times I'm, I'm happy to be in production because I think it took you ages to build out all the flows. Yeah, it's awesome. definitely a pain in the ass to set up, but yeah. um, once it's set up and once yeah. you get a hang of it, it's, it's great. Yeah. Well, and every time you every time you add a new integration, it's like okay, what are the flows we can set up now? Exactly. So you it, it's it's super fun, like at the start, but then you realize okay, I can go so deep with this, I'll never stop building. Like, you know, yeah. whenever someone clicks on a certain product, you can send them an email or an SMS. And then you, you want to do that for every product and you want to send them a whole flow and just, it just never ends. Yeah, you can segment and segment and segment and segment. Yeah. So everything is hyper, hyper targeted, yeah. which is awesome, but it, it just can get a little time consuming. But yeah, for it, sure. it's mostly for the greater good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, def definitely. So you mentioned that you, you integrate new apps to it too. So what would be your your most recent uh, favorite new app, whether the app itself is new or the, whether you have just recently discovered it. So we just noticed that customer interactions uh, not only happen on email, of course, they're on, on social as well, but they, they start to happen more and more on SMS and Messenger. And basically everything Oliver just talked about was great about Clavio. Uh, you can apply those things to SMS and Messenger as well. Right. We... Just came across this messenger platform called Octane. So basically, you can do the same thing as Clavio for email, but then for Messenger, Facebook Messenger. Uh, so they allow you to build out all the flows. Uh, you can create a bot, so customers can always reply you on these on these bots. You can actually talk back, so you can have a dialogue with them. Um, so yeah, we're just getting started, but it's it seems super interesting. Yeah, the Octane Octane AI folks have a, a really slick product. I've seen some cool things that um, 10 days or 14 days after customers placed an order, you can have a bot ping them to be like, hey, what do you think about that? Leave us a review. Yeah. And it's it, it's exactly like you said, all of those automations that you can do in Klaviyo, yeah. you can transfer that to SMS. And yeah, it's just brilliant. No, it makes sense because customers are more and more messenger and SMS, it's so much closer to the to the actual user. Yeah, exactly. When inboxers can get so cluttered nowadays, you know, every, every morning you have to go through and see, you know, what what's the junk mail newsletters that I have to get rid of. Um, so moving into that those new channels of of messenger and SMS just opens things right up to a yeah. whole new audience almost. Exactly. So next on the list of of things about your stack would be any. Are there any low cost um, or free apps that I, I've been referring to it as app hackery, but where you might be using it for something that it might not necessarily be intended for? Um, well, we, we do a lot of um, competitor benchmarking, uh, basically spying on competitors. I think that's why yeah. they're still here. Yeah, It always pays off. For that, we use similar web to check their ranking, see how, how well they rank on the on the internet, we use Alexa, of course, as well. Those are just the standard tools to see how much. Yeah. Like you can kind of gauge how much traffic they have and see if they, you know, 
have much exposure on the internet. Right. We use Google Trends as well to compare our website or our keywords to, to other keywords. We also do sometimes we go to LinkedIn and go to the, the company's profile on LinkedIn and you see what kind of employees you have, see what they're focusing on. Uh, and it just teaches us a lot and see where the gaps are in our organization. Oh, that that's interesting. I hadn't thought about doing that on LinkedIn. So like poking around to see, you know, are they hiring a bunch of people in like paid acquisition? And then, you know, okay, they're they're focusing on that right now. Is that kind of what you mean? Exactly. So sometimes you just start thinking, okay, well, this company, for example, they have a lot of focus on partnerships. Uh, it might be interesting to look into that. And then you just find out they have a whole YouTube influencer marketing strategy going on that you don't know about. Right. Um, so you, you find out about a lot of interesting things by doing that. Awesome. That's, that's really cool. I hadn't thought of doing that. Maybe I'll start doing that myself. And it's, and it's fun as well. Like you can just spend hours on LinkedIn, just going through all these profiles and you can go as deep as going to, to these individuals, individual profiles and see what they've done before and read their descriptions and you can learn a lot. Yeah. It's super interesting. Yeah. You can see, you know, where do they work and then who was their manager and then who was that person's yeah. manager? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so the, the last one that I kind of about your stack is um, about some of the challenges that you guys might be facing right now and how you're looking to use uh, either your existing stack or any new tools that you want to add to your stack um, to try to solve those challenges. Yeah. So I would say the, the biggest challenge um, that we ran into the past year, I would say, is, is testing uh, on our website. So A-B testing uh, pretty much every feature, every photo, every product, even price, um, how to best A-B test this um, and not waste too much time on it. Uh, and what do you A-B test and what don't you A-B test? You don't want to be testing, um, you know, unnecessary things while you could be testing relevant things. Right. A month ago, we came across this platform called Simplify. It's a full service A-B testing platform. You can either just use the software or you can get the full service. Um, and it's a great, it's definitely a great addition to our stack because they give you uh, insights into what other people are testing, you know, what tests have they done before. Things that we would never even think of. And that's kind of like where you need to get creative. You know, what What are you going to test? And, and especially when guys, these people are helping you, uh, it definitely speeds things up. Awesome. Is that a, a Shopify app or is that something externally that's more general? Yeah, it's an external thing, okay. but they do integrate uh, seamlessly with Shopify. Oh, awesome. Yeah, A-B testing is always one of those things that it's like, like some of the other things we talked about. It's easy to go really far into it and get really in the weeds, um, especially when you're wanting to test a bunch of things all at the same time, knowing what you should and should not test together to make sure that you're getting the results accurately. For sure. We're just realizing we were saying uh, we need to test that too often and we didn't have the tools to test it. So this is a great, uh, great partnership for us. Absolutely. What, what were you guys doing before you found uh, Simplify? Mostly uh, Google Optimize. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and we had a couple of Shopify apps. I don't even remember the names because they didn't really work. Oh. <laughs> what would I, I've used Google Optimize quite a bit. What would you say is the biggest difference between what it does and what Simplify can do? Simplify can go more deep into like multivariate testing, and the experience of the team is makes a whole difference. Because I mean, I'm sure Google Optimize has almost the same functionality, but if you don't know what to do, what to test. Uh, and if you don't have the creativity to come up with, you know, ten tests a month, then um, then you won't get very far right okay yeah that makes sense so that's uh is that is that the the only kind of challenge you guys are, are recently kind of overcoming in terms of our stack i think that's the main one yeah well thanks that that's the that sums up the the stack 
questions that I have. Um, and then I like to just ask a couple fun ones too, um, just to find out, um, A, what uh, podcasts, movies, TV shows are you streaming? And then a follow-up to that um, would be uh, what books uh, or blogs, articles, newspapers are you reading? Yeah. So um, we're all obsessed with uh, how I built this. Yeah. Uh, NPR, uh, uh, probably the best po- podcast out there. Just so entertaining. Uh, you learn a lot. And, and you can relate. Yeah. And, and, the, well. and Guy just asks the yeah. perfect question every time. Whenever you want to ask a specific question yourself, <laughs> he asks it for you. So. <laughs> It just amazes me every single time. Yeah. So that's great. And then, but that's just kind of for entertainment. And then Masters of Scale is also a great podcast with Reed. Super, super interesting also about just scaling your e-commerce to the next level. Awesome. Yeah, it's a big fan of those two shows. And for reading, I think uh, usually I recommend, uh, if you're running a business, I recommend um, the great CEO within. Like you just basically learn all levels you need to have as uh, when you're running a company from from hiring to um, feedback to to systems so it's a really interesting read if you want to learn about valuable life lessons first thing we really like the poor charlie's almanac it's basically the life lessons of uh, charlie munger okay Warren buffett's uh, partner yeah um, and it's just a really good read for me yeah. is um, the count of monte cristo it's a really engaging fiction classic it's a classic it's a must read <laughs> yeah absolutely awesome well thank you both that's uh that, that wraps up uh, all the questions I have for you guys. I'll link to all of the different apps you guys mentioned in the show notes um, so everyone can check those out if they haven't heard of them or aren't using them already. But uh, thank you so much for your time. It was, it was really awesome to hear kind of what you guys are, are doing and, and what's, what stack is behind the extra website. Yeah, thanks so much for having us, Tim. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. And that concludes episode three of What's Your Ecom Stack. I'm your host, Tim Peckover from Smile, and I just want to thank the guys from Exer for telling me all about their stack. Of course, all the apps, podcasts, books that they mentioned are going to be uh, linked in the show notes. You can take a look, see which ones you can put to use in your own stack to level up your e-commerce store. Wherever you're listening, subscribe so you can stay up to date with all the latest episodes. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a rating. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.